If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, so you might have gathered that I'm at Kentish Town Tube Station to record the opening part of this, the first away from home podcast. I've just left home and uh, I'm on my way to do some stuff in Soho today, but uh, you know, thought, well, why not record while I'm on my way? One thing I have noticed from recording outdoors is how many other people there are around. And I know that sounds daft because I'm in the middle of London. But it really is very, very busy indeed. And you don't notice people as much as when you're trying to find a a quiet moment. And you get quite self-conscious speaking into a microphone. And you realise how many other people there are. And it reminds me of when I used to work in Burton's menswear when I was 16. And all we wanted to do was play football with a rolled up bit of tape upstairs. And any time we heard that noise of people coming up the stairs to come on and try on a suit or look at the trousers used to drive us insane because all we wanted to do was play football so yeah i'm definitely uh, fueling the rumor that londoners are miserable anyway i'm in uh, fitzroy square at the moment it's pretty windy so apologies for that but uh, i'm right outside the house number 29 fitzroy square where uh, virginia wolf lived between 1907 and 1911 and above that blue plaque is a kind of brass plaque Uh, George Bernard Shaw lived in this house from 1887 to 1898. From the coffers of his genius, he enriched the world. Very much what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Uh, So if you're new to this, this is a mobile podcast in which I, John Hillcock, am usually on the move somewhere or other, um, partly due to necessity, partly because it adds ambiance, and I think that's nice, and partly because I want to avoid being sat staring at a wall in a recording studio 
because that's a bit dull. Um, there is a full and detailed explanation as to why this podcast is the way it is, why it exists, what I'm trying to achieve, why it's being released in association with Calm, the campaign against living miserably, uh, which I'm not going to go into now. I'm not going to go into the details of that now, but I do think that the introduction does a fair job of uh, explaining that and giving you the gist. And it's fairly short as well. It's only 16 minutes long. So I'd urge you to go and listen to that if you uh, didn't catch it earlier this week if you did listen to the podcast earlier this week the introductory version then thanks for listening to that i got loads of nice messages from people so if you're good enough to uh, lend us a heart on social media or uh, give us a nod or a message or something like that then i do appreciate that very much indeed a thumb of gratitude at you and so as i mentioned at the uh, end of that inaugural podcast last week my guest will be Tom Ravenscroft. I'll tell you a few things about Tom and the chat I had with him after I play you a song. Uh, Do remember that if you're listening to the downloadable version of this podcast then uh, you won't hear all the music in full, you'll just hear clips of the uh, edits of the tracks uh, due to rights reasons, but you can hear the whole thing online and Mixcloud, all of the songs in full, so uh, do go and listen to that if you can, it is worth hearing all these songs in full obviously. And the first song I want to play on the podcast is from a, a brilliant record that I've been listening to a lot uh, so far this year. It came out on Mama Bird Records a few weeks ago. It's by Hayley Hendrix. She's from a place called Forest Grove in the suburbs of Portland, Oregon, originally. Uh, the album's called I Need to Start a Garden, and it touches delicately on a number of different themes relating to the human spirit. She wanted to make a record, apparently, that wasn't too polished and was a bit rough around the edges because, uh, she says, you can tell when something's too pristine, our ears don't digest it in the same way as something that it just feels honest that's the best we can do and i'm inclined to agree with that one of the first things i uh, noticed about the record was her guitar playing according to a uh, a recent interview with uncut magazine she uh, had a striking dream at the age of 11 in which she transformed uh, into a Jimi hendrix like figure wearing bell bottoms with a guitar on fire and everything Uh, But this song focuses more on these unbelievable piano sweeps. It reminds me of the Ethiopian pianist uh, Segway Mariam Gwebru. Also, uh, I'd recommend checking out the the Uncut interview in which she talks about um, abandoning the EP twice because she wasn't happy about it, she was insecure, she was worried it wasn't going to be good enough, but she just carried on and got it done. Uh, The song we're going to play you is called Show You a Body and it's dark and it's angry and it uses repetition to glorious effect. There's a man next to me doing the bin and it's about to rain so I'll play it. Uh, If you're tired like I am, there's every chance this is going to go right in so watch out. I'm letting you go I'm letting you go I'm letting you go Right It was more than a race More than the wind Chasing the flood You open the gate So Hayley Hendrix with Show You A Body from the album I Need To Start A Garden. I could have played anything, any song from the album, uh, really. But the album's out now on Mama Bird Records. So in October 2016, on a day much like today, it is Thursday, uh, the 5th of April today, and it's it's absolutely beautiful. It's not quite T-shirt weather or shirt sleeves weather. 
I've never quite understood what shirt sleeves means because shirt sleeves are short sleeves. So how are they sleeves? They're not, there aren't any sleeves. Anyway, in October 2016, I uh, picked some songs and I travelled to see Tom Ravenscroft at his house in Stoke Newington to record the first of these podcasts. Um, obviously, it was quite a while ago, but that doesn't mean the music or the conversation that uh, you will hear is any less relevant. Music isn't a race after all. Um, it's still good music. It's still music that we picked. As we say in the interview, um, pick, we could have waited an hour and come up with another five different songs but this happened to be the songs or each but these are the songs that we happened to choose for each other in the conversation that we had um also uh, the conversation isn't any less relevant because uh, i had no idea at the time that i would be uh, making this podcast in association with calm uh, and that uh, mental well-being would be something uh, on my mind so to speak but um, you might be able to detect me exploring certain related ideas in the conversation which obviously you know really jump out at me now listening back um, Tom Ravenscroft if you didn't know is a presenter at BBC Radio 6 Music he presents his own new music show every Friday night at 9 o'clock which he has done since 2010 uh, if you haven't heard him on air he's also on all the time depping for loads of other presenters as well um, you'll know he's armed with a, a very concise dry wit I mean, honestly, as dry as they come. Uh, If you didn't already know, it's rarely mentioned on the station, um, certainly not by Tom himself, but uh, John Peel was Tom Ravenscroft's dad. Um, Obviously, there will always be people who will just tune in and say, oh, he sounds just like his dad, which is unavoidable, and I suppose a bit frustrating for Tom, maybe. Um, I mean, it must have been difficult, but he's done a good job over the years of uh, forging his own path, I think, and his own style. And there's never any doubting in his uh, in his passion and uh, drive for curiosity and uh, musical discovery as well, or vibes, as he might put it himself. I know Tom a bit, but not hugely well. But we've hung out a bit, um, certainly less when I, when we recorded the interview. Um, and I was, you know, given Tom's dry wit, he doesn't say much. Um, I was slightly worried about how, how it might all go. Uh, before I arrived, I remember going for a long walk in the large cemetery near to his house in Abney Park. I was in there for quite a while. But yeah, I tried to sort of settle myself before I went and knocked on his door. In terms of uh, our musical tastes, we, uh, we cross over quite a bit, I think. And I thought it'd be good to play a band that we both like. Uh, Sun Watchers is the name of the band we both love their first record when it came out a few years ago on the Castle Face label um, they make a kind of swirling cacophonous, slightly unhinged mutant blend of punk and free jazz and psych, uh, they're very spiritual as well, and it was back in January of this year that Tom actually got in touch with me out of the blue to say, John, our mutual favourites have a new record out, fuck yeah uh, and the new record too, by Sun Watchers is probably the, the album I've listened to most this year so this is a song from that album Uh, It's on In The Red Records this time. The uh, track is called The Works, and straight after this you will hear Tom Ravenscroft and I making our way up to a bedroom in his house to listen to some records.
Yeah, so basically, I have, I have the end room okay. as my room to make noises in. But I've recently had it, um, well, I've had it stolen <laughs> by my eldest. I've had to throw him out of his bedroom to let my, uh, put the baby in. Okay. So now the poor lad sleeps in here on his own. <laughs> With the records? With all this, yeah, with all the crap. But he quite likes it because I think um, it's like Daddy's room. It's got lots of bright lights in it, so I think he finds it all quite exciting. <laughs> and also, because like, because of all the flashing lights, the minute I come in here and start doing anything, Francis comes in going, oh, "I want to go, oh, I want to go." And he's just smashing all the buttons. <laughs> he loves it. It's like I put, I've got a couple of burnt-out needles I put on the decks for him, and a couple of records I don't like. And he just sits and scratches. What music are they into? Do you try and do you try and push um, them? I play a lot of like kind of Zimbabwean music from like the eighties and nineties, just because it's always in such high notes and high keys, and it's kind of therefore just full. It's just joyous. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he kind of likes that techno, obviously, um, because who doesn't like techno? Most of the time, it's kind of just songs he's made up. Do they come to you with stuff that they've heard, like pop music, or not really? They're not of that age yet. Soon. I feel sometimes a bit cheated because coming up, we we were listening to like we were just getting played kind of relatively obscure stuff all the time. Yeah. So as a result, I have no kind of pop references whatsoever. So when like really? so when Prince dies, everyone goes Prince, and I'm like I've, I don't know if I've ever listened to a Prince record. Really? And you know, and kind of I don't have any of those. I don't have any of those kind of common references like you know all those kind of legends from our youth so I just have no idea what any of them did or what any kind of noises any of them were making it's quite bizarre really it is it's kind of almost inverse your like, yeah inverse I know it's like musical education it's bizarre it's like it, sometimes like my wife thinks I'm doing it to be pretentious which you know it is kind of pretentious but it's, it's not intentional I just genuinely don't know about these people um so yeah, it's, it's, it kind of educate me occasionally. We had a Billy Joel dinner the other day. This is Billy Joel. All right, just sat listening to Billy Joel over what dinner. What album was that? Would you know? I what can't it was? remember. We just kind of put some Billy Joel on. I was like, ah, right. So occasionally we kind of we have to go back. What music is Louise into? She's into uh, Dirty Three are her favourite band. Basically, anything. Any, if I play anything that's kind of soft and pretty, Louise immediately thinks it's shit. She likes the kind of like. Dark and horrible bits, um, you know. And I, you know, I don't. I quite often play a soppy tune, you know, soft, beautiful things on the radio. And she's just like, what a shit. She's also not into like. She's not into any of the dance stuff either. At know? all. No. She, I mean, she when it gets to like the last hour of my radio show, she tends to have like loads of kind of heavy dance tunes. She just she just doesn't listen to the last hour of the show. <laughs> she hates it. What do you want to play? Um, made a little playlist, John. Amazing. So this is the first thing. I found this yesterday. Okay. Mighty Atlas. You know Mighty Atlas? No. Um, it is on... Um, I don't even know where I got it from. I basically bought it online yesterday. The track is called Nyamakala. Okay. Uh, features Baba Sissoko, Bruno Xavier da Silva and Tristan Dresenar. How did you? How did you hear about it? I found it on Boomcat. Okay. I go on Boomcat quite a bit. It's nice. You can wander around, build like a nice little shopping basket, and and it doesn't cost you a fortune. Probably shouldn't give these secrets away, but like, um, 
Yeah, I do that quite a bit. There you go. It's on Fremd Tunes Records, which I think is a, uh, I think it's a Dutch label. Okay. Um, anyway, see if I can find out what channel it's on. Be useful. Dambe ni jiko ani kewale. Ni bite nyamakala ni jaliti kilingi. Jali edumeye. Abi mamundo, abi kulo ola. Ati mamundo, abi kulo ola. Awele la, amawele, na yefungo meyuromi. Betai, Olubi will go jalu. I have this really bad habit because I'm so impatient that even when I play someone else's record, I have this need, I feel the need to skip through it. Yeah, this is it. And then you start to, I, I have this thing. Get the best bit. I have this thing where I question whether I actually like it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you make me do that. I suddenly hate all my records. <laughs> Now, I've always really been into kind of African music. It's like the first, like, I realised that Africa is an entire continent. It's kind of like saying you're into European music. But, like, I got into, like, my dad gave me loads of Zimbabwe music when I was a kid. Yeah. It's the first thing I can remember thinking was, like, I'm into Zimbabwe music. You know, I just loved, like, the Four Brothers and Thomas Matfuma and all of that. And every time I hear anything that resembles any of the noises or sounds from those records, I just immediately love it. And it's just that bass, so, so rad. Is it, is it that nostalgia thing? It might be a nostalgia thing. What I really like at the moment is it's kind of all those sounds I love from those records, but now because kind of African music and sort of African beats have kind of have entered sort of like Western, Western modern kind of like urban music, you know, you're hearing it in everything at the moment. Everyone's kind of got these African beats, and you know, you're hearing it in all kinds of things. Almost everything. It's almost impossible not. Everyone's doing it. All the bands are doing it. Um, so I don't know. It's this kind of combination of something that I, like my first love, has kind of infiltrated everything that you know that I do now, and it's, it's quite nice. I kind of love the fact that there's sort of African music has managed to infiltrate all kind of modern sound like this. The ones that I'm listening to, anyway. Yeah. Do you get accused of being a music snob by anyone? Well, I, I mean, I probably. Yeah, I'd afford so. I'd be frank, a bit weird if I didn't. But it's not like I listen. To, I listen to absolutely anything. I don't. I don't really. It's not that I listen to things because they're obscure or unpopular. It's just that the popular stuff I've already heard because someone else has played it to me. Yeah. I probably am, and I don't even know it. What's your thing that you just can't go near? What do you I hate? struggle with opera, but I reckon I'll get over that at some point. Yeah. You know, because I love classical music. Um, do you know why? It's, oh, I've said it before, and it, it seems like I've just been trying to be controversial, but it's true. I really hate Britpop. Really? And I, can't, I bait, and I mean all of it. <laughs> uh, There's no... But I suppose, from what you were saying before, you didn't really, at the time... It's just you just bear it. Well, I mean, like, when grunge ended and those kind of, like, those early, like, went to kind of, like, those Reading festivals and things in 92 and they were just, like, grunge fests. 
And then Kurt died, and, was like, and then sort of Britpop came. And I was just like, what is this? Absolute yeah. rubbish. It's just so soft and meaningless. Do you think you've got a real, um, do you think you're drawn more to American, when you, when you think of kind of traditional alternative music in terms of guitars? Yeah, and, I You're drawn I more am, to yeah. American stuff? Because yeah. I am, I definitely am. Lots of different scenes can exist at the same time. You don't have this kind of like, everything just gets drawn to London, or did, did at the time, everything just got drawn yeah. into sounding very similar. I mean, we had like one major radio station, you know, everything, the only output is Radio 1. Yeah. So that was just, everything just became, you know, whereas in the States, you have all these different stations and the whole cultures can exist without yeah. like affecting each other. Yeah. So you But can, that's where we are now though. Yeah, we are there now, which is great. But like back then, Everything just filtered through one thing and ended up coming out tasting the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas in the States, you could just go somewhere, there's like all these different scenes, they're just completely unaffected by each other. Yeah. And it's just way more interesting. Yeah. You know, whereas in Britpop, everything just came out sounding the same. It's just like, oh, this is rubbish. <laughs> so I ended up just like, I just listened to Jungle for 10 years yeah. <laughs> and waited for like the White Stripes to turn up. Uh, what's this now? Josephine Orn. Okay. And the Liberation. Do you know these guys? No, not at all. They are on Rocket Recordings. They've toured with Goat. They probably okay. know who Goat are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, they've been around, I think they've done one other album and an EP. They're really good. It's kind of psych out, kind of Swedish weirdness. started sending vinyl again which is nice it's all new vinyl I never used to get sent vinyl it's great you mentioned uh, your rave years yeah if you had ski mask you, you know this, well, this is what I do now you ask me if I've heard of something <laughs> and I go into my search yeah. engine and I type in ski mask and then I can tell you what what my brain knows no I don't know ski mask John because okay, my on. computer doesn't know ski mask because I have no long or short term, short term memory. Yeah, no. I mean, it's the point by which it's like, like a genuine problem. I couldn't tell you either of my son's birthdays or my wife. You ummed and ahed when we talked about their ages. Or my mum's. Like, I, I just don't know anyone's birthdays or any numbers. I just have no memory. And you obviously will get that thing where people constantly say, oh, what should I listen to now then? It's no idea. What should I be listening to? And it's not what? I need my computer. <laughs> It's awful, isn't it? All right, let me play you this. Go on then. Do you want to plug? We're going to play this loud. So, Ski Mask is this anonymous guy. This is on a on the Ilian tape label. I don't know if you know that, but he's nope. based in somewhere in Germany. I don't think it's Berlin. I think it's somewhere else. But he's intentionally anonymous, and this album has got loads of um, 
it's got techno and drum and bass and he's really into jungle and hardcore but it's really atmospheric as well and okay so, i love this I so it's tell. ski mask it's it's s-k-e-e mask and this is called Meltscop 2 and it's pretty it's loud have you got it loud we'll find out it's got to be loud Some of that breakbeat stuff didn't get enough love, I think. It's massively underrated. Only Renny Pilgrim pedals his own CDs now, as I say. Gotta listen to that. Shit, great. Which track's this? Uh, Milk's Got Two. Yeah, this is, it's really uh, varied. There's a lot of different stuff on it. But yeah. I'll steal that. I'll steal that and play it and give you no credit for it. I usually do. What would be your your dream gig? If you could do any show on the radio at any time, what would it be? I don't know. I get, like I just want the biggest show there is. If I could have like if I could have like drive time radio too, but I could play what the hell I wanted. You know. That would be it, yeah. That'd be it. I mean obviously all you'd get is abuse. Cause like I think well not all I think you'd mostly get abuse, but there's a reason why they don't do that on Radio 2. Um, but I think like most, most people that have radio shows, all they want is the biggest audience available. So I'd like to be given the biggest show there is in radio and then just slowly lose all their listeners until I get put back into my place on Six Music on a Friday night, <laughs> which is probably exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, what do you want to play? Um, where are we up to? Virginia Wing, you must know this lot. Yeah, well, you've been playing them quite a lot. South London Posse. Um, they bought out an album a while, like a couple of years ago, which was really good. And this album came through, and I was thinking, oh, this will be really good as well. But they've just like, oh, man, I don't know what they've been doing with their time, but like they've seriously upped their game. This album's just amazing. Uh, the album's called Forward Constant Motion. Uh, this track, ESP Offline. <laughs> Like a record that makes me panic. Um, yeah, it's really panicky. Um, but yeah, man. You listen to this OK Zarp thing. No, oh, what's this? Ox Zarp. It's on um, Hyperdub. She released like three tracks at the beginning of the year, which were great, and I didn't know what was going on. Now she's back. This record has come out this week. 
somebody called Manthra Bain. Okay. Oh man. Did you play this today? Earlier on today, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can never Indulge in this room, it's great. It's kind of like if I'm in here, it's like everything I can only be in here, and if, if everything else around me is, is sorted, yeah, 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 like like the kids have to be okay and not here or asleep. But that's quite like being find... in this room is like the result of everything else around me having been sorted, and then I get in here and I'm, like, I'm in here, so you so, almost hide in a way, yeah, it's like a tree if I get yeah. to come into my room. If I've got my computer and like a hard drive and a little speaker on the dining room table, then it means it all is going wrong. Right. Because I'm having to do it whilst like looking after other humans. Doing other stuff. But if I get to be in here, it's like everything's Luxury. good. Right, speakers rather than headphones. Okay. If ever you're listening to music on, on speakers, that's a pretty luxurious thing these days. It is. You never get to do it. Also, things you think are like mediocre or a bit rubbish, and then you put them on speakers. It's that danger you put on speakers and everything sounds amazing. You're like, oh my God, this is brilliant. Did you used to make your own speakers? We used to make our own subs. Really? Yeah. We go to like car shops and you could buy um, these like Celestian 12-inch cones. Big, deep, heavy things. Huge, great things. Massive magnet on the back. And we'd like chip in and we'd chip in and get a couple of these. They're probably like 60 quid. Yeah. We'd chip in and then we'd go and get like... Um, I can't remember what you like big chipboard units would like pad them out with, like old sleeping bags and buy some tweeters yeah. and just rig it all up and then yeah we just certain friends because we were born we were, like we we're in the countryside so you just do what the hell you wanted we just build these huge systems in tiny tiny bedrooms mm-hmm. and then we just sit there like ears bleeding and just sit there all night just listening to records the sound quality is horrific all you wanted was just as loud as you could get you didn't care what it sounded like but that that I do remember a time being 15, 16 and just knowing that whatever I listened to it had to be loud it had to be as loud as possible do you still have that though? I do a bit I get it more with electronic music than anything else I don't really have it with guitar music in the same way as I did then yeah but I get it now with techno or something like that but not not necessarily in that angsty way do you know what this year do you like the goon sax? you do don't you? I'm sure they're Australian. They're from Brisbane, and right. the um, Louis Forster is the son of Robert Forster. You know, right. go betweens, and they they're about seventeen, and they've met. There's three of them, and they've made this album up to anything. It's called. It's one of my favourites this year, and it's really uh, just super twee indie pop. Right, but it's really like this year for me as well. But it's, I don't know, it's really sort of, there's, there's certain anxieties that they express on that album. There's a song called Sweaty Hands. It's just the best, best song about just being anxious and having sweaty palms holding <laughs> someone's hand. Yeah. And it's really, 
you know, all these things that because they're so young, there's this naivety about it where they just say how they're feeling. Yeah, yeah. That when you get to your 20s and 30s, you don't, you don't do that. And you're not listening to the songs that do. Yeah, and yeah. so they do that. And it kind of, because it's so young and naive, it almost has like a universal appeal. Yeah, and it sure. really, it's really sort of accessed something for me. But it's a really, it's, it's a brilliant album. But you don't have to hold my sweaty hands. this guy called Zero from LA this this MC and apparently when he's on stage he wears a wolf mask um, which you know you can take or leave but it's it's um, so we're basically you're just listening to people who are hiding their identity at the moment I think I am I think I am but then I think there's a lot of artists that want to do that do you know what I mean because I suppose ev- everything at the moment is driven to people saying everything about themselves on Twitter yeah. and whatever else. So maybe there's a reason why they're well, all trying like, to do like that. The goat so crow, can I put this it? on? Yeah, yeah. It's like the goat look massive. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they reckon that there's a chance that those guys might not be making any more music. Really? Why? Yeah. Because they just want to go back to their day jobs. Which right, is kind yeah. of had a go at being a band, a really rad band. Done that. Done that. They're good live as well, Goat. Really good. Yeah, they played last week and everyone went but me. Right, okay. So this is that. This is Zero. Okay. And it's called... I like the, the these... Uh, I sound like an old man saying it, but the beats on this are brilliant. The electronic beats. <laughs> Really, there's a lot of different stuff. Do you like the um, Danny Brown album? I haven't listened to it properly. We, we, we were asked if we wanted him as a guest, and I was terrified. And everyone told me not because I've listened to a few interviews with him. He's a nice guy. Really. Is he? Like, that album's brilliant. Is I it? Love that album. So Paul yeah. White involved in that? Yeah, he did loads of beats on it, like eight songs, I think, seven songs. Did he? I love that boy. Do you use Spotify ever? Yeah. You do? I do. But do you not like the idea of not owning something? I'm not really fussed. I'm not, not, I'm like not too precious about yeah. that. As long as I can just... It's just access, really. It's like I'm Sometimes I listen on Spotify. Sometimes it will be iTunes. Bandcamp I use a lot. But I don't tend to stream stuff. I don't listen to stuff via the Bandcamp app or anything like right. that. I, if I can just get it into my iTunes and then get it onto my phone, then it's just that battle of 
having space. Yeah, and yeah. just constantly having to delete podcasts to get songs on. I finally moved all of my like all of my iTunes off my computer onto a drive. Right. It was quite liberating because it yeah. got to the point where I was having to delete stuff all the time. Yeah. But now I just have this hard drive that I'm terrified of. It's just like you lose it and you lose everything. So yeah. it goes back to like 2010. Yeah. Um, I've got one more. Okay. Rats. It's on that fire label. Yeah. Rats on Raft. Oh, yeah. Rats on Raft. See, I've played them before. They're great. They're great. And they've brought out an album with Dutch punk band called De Kift. Okay. Um, it's pretty heavy. It's great though. This is a swan song. ever get a sense of because I get this where you think am I doing the right like am I doing the right job that kind of sense of self-worth do you know what I mean where you think no, this is mean... what I do is is it okay that this is just, this is all I do because I constantly look at other people's jobs and what they're doing and how they sort of what they're like proper jobs I still don't yeah I, I mean most of the time I guess I feel kind of like I'm essentially unemployed it's just I occasionally get paid <laughs> to do something yeah. because someone needs to do it yeah. Um, yeah that's probably like just a feeling of no self-worth is it but it's um, it's it's such a ludicrous thing to get paid for yes. especially in the kind of like in modern world where like everyone's making mixtapes for each other all the time yeah. and you like wonder to, like to what kind of needed less and less um, but people still want things that are being created well but I think there's a difference between well, yeah, and curation like, is a funny word anyway, and it's used in the wrong way. Yeah, right. but you know, like when the, the, the show I have on Friday, I, you know, I get 30 songs, and I don't, I don't just put 30 songs on, you know, I, I find I spend like almost an entire week finding those 30 songs, and then I spend like, you know, another day working out the perfect order for them, and if they don't work in one order, I get rid of something, and you know, and then I listen to it all in a row, and if two tracks don't sit together next to each other properly, I get rid of it. And so I properly, you know, those three hours I've spent, they've, they've been meticulously put together. And because I've been given the luxury of doing that, if I didn't, if that was taken away from me, I just simply do not know what I would do. I would go mad. I've asked that question myself a lot this year. What would I do? What, like, should I just, is it time just to get a normal job? We'd probably be happier and richer, but... Um... Well, the money part of it is quite a big part of it because there is... You don't set out to play odd music on the radio in the middle of the night and no. expect to earn a lot of money out of it. No, you don't. I mean, unfortunately, the money's to be made in, uh, you know, playing popular music, but um, I don't know. I don't know how long you'd last. I figure if we can get... We should probably try and get away with it for as long as we possibly can. Yeah, definitely. Have you heard... Uh, of an album from I think from 1975 by Count Ozzy so legendary drummer legendary yeah. Rastafarian drummer Count Ozzy I, know, I don't know if I've heard this I've, I have heard other Count Ozzy tunes there's this album Count Ozzy and the Mystic Revelation of Rastafari so it's the kind of feel good thing that would make you cry do you know what I mean Like it's because it's got this incredible saxophone on it and it's just I 
chance of listening to this one song. I just think it's brilliant. Way back home. It's delightful. What a beautiful sound, it's so warm. Yeah. Yeah, I could listen to, I could loop this shit like this all day. I think there should be more kind of just generally kind of loop things like this just playing out into the general public. particularly gorgeous recording though, isn't it? It is. The funny thing is, we could reconvene every hour. Within an hour of you leaving, I would have found another five. Well, maybe we should go for a pint. Yeah, I'm up for that. Can you do a pint? I can do a pint. Oh, it is squidgy today. Ooh. So thanks again to Tom Ravenscroft for his time. I should say that uh, since our chat, he's actually had a loft extension put in at home, a space in which to listen to music. I just hope he actually gets to use it rather than sitting at the kitchen table with a couple of uh, speakers and a laptop. Uh, but I've got a lot of respect for Tom. I've got to say, it must be quite tricky sometimes, especially to have started out doing the job that he is, um, knowing that there, of course, will be this extra pressure on him given who his dad is. Um, it's strange really, because when you're chatting to him, you do occasionally get these slightly surreal moments where you suddenly remember that John Peel was his dad. Um, Tom will mention, I don't know, that bit about how he stood at the side of the stage watching Nirvana at Reading in 1992, or um, the strange inverse gaps in his pop music knowledge when it comes to things like Billy Joel or Prince. Um, And it was also weird when I arrived, he handed me a cup of tea and a Liverpool mug, and you just get this strange flash, and then other than that, you don't really think about it at all. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the music on the podcast this week on uh, Away From Home. Don't forget you can hear the whole thing with unedited songs up at the Mixcloud page. Um, The full track list will also be in the notes accompanying this show as well. As I said on the introductory version of the podcast, the very idea of Away From Home is for me to explore unknown territory, both um, musically and physically as well. It's a bit of an effort to avoid isolation and loneliness on my part, but also for anyone else who happens to have uh, been through that as well. Um, even if it's not what we want to do sometimes, um, it is a good thing to go and speak to people and just hang out with them and talk about 
silly stuff or whatever. Away From Home is associated with Calm, the campaign against living miserably. Last week you might have seen the um, incredibly striking image. Uh, 84 hooded figures placed at the top of the ITV building on the South Bank in London. Uh, It's the new Calm campaign. It's called Project 84 and it looks to raise awareness of the fact that 84 men in the UK take their own lives every week. Um, If you're not feeling great or down or or lonely or fed up or isolated or that there's no one you can speak to there are people who are sitting there waiting to help people like you and you can speak to them anonymously and they're they're non-judgmental and it's free as well the calmzone.net is the place to go for all the information with the numbers and the the web chat things on there as well Uh, there are people to speak to and it will make you feel better um, I'll be back with another Away From Home podcast next Thursday. In the meantime, service my endorphins and save me from mortified embarrassment with likes and loves and messages and reviews and ratings. Um, it's always appreciated, but especially when you're just sort of starting out with a new project or podcast. Um, if you want to send me any messages, at John Hillcock on Twitter or Instagram. And if you want to email me something, awfhpod, that's awfhpod at gmail.com is the place to send things um i'm gonna leave you with a song by sam evian something um i'll probably play when i'm in for chris hawkins all next week on six music i'm doing the early show it's five to seven monday to friday so yeah it's really early Uh, but come and have a listen to that if you're about next week on six music sam evian is actually sam owens from new york and this is from an album which is going to come out soon on saddle creek records uh conor oberst record label there's a touch of um double fantasy era lennon about this maybe other uh, uh, various 70s rock outfits as well by all accounts um lyrically it seems to be a song about being lonely while you're out on the road which is a very well-worn trope in songwriting but um you know it's about finding a strategy to help yourself feel better uh to remove yourself from from feeling lonely in isolation and of course that fits and you've got to pay particular attention Um, to the long drawn out siren of a saxophone which appears towards the end of the song and if it doesn't inspire you then I don't know what will I am going home now thanks again to Tom goodbye I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.